This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Social media platforms like Facebook and sister app Instagram have long been criticized for not doing enough to protect user privacy and for having harmful effects on young people. The sites have rolled out changes designed to address some of these concerns. That includes hiding likes and letting people control how much sensitive content shows up on Instagram's Explore page. Now, Instagram says it's going to make accounts for some teenagers private by default. The photo and video sharing site is making other changes, like blocking suspicious accounts from interacting with young people. So what events have led Instagram to make these changes, and what impact could they have on users? I'm Abrar Alhiti, and this is your Daily Charge. I'm filling in for Roger today, and I'm joined by Queenie Wong, who covers social media for CNET. Welcome, Queenie. Thank you for having me. Queenie, what's the main reason Instagram would roll out a change like this? So a lot of the issues that you pointed out, mental health, privacy, these have been concerns that Instagram has grappled with for a while. But I think what has sort of changed within the last year and a half or so is that during the pandemic, social media use has increased as people were locked in their homes and parents, including some lawmakers, have started to see exactly how much their teens and children use social media. And so you're seeing a greater outcry from advocacy groups and lawmakers about the harmful harmful impacts that um, Instagram could potentially have on young people. And what I saw from Instagram was almost sort of a strategic response because there's already been legislation introduced to limit the collection of data from young people. And so with these new new tools, Instagram can basically go to lawmakers and these advocacy groups and say, look, we're actually working on this issue. That is interesting. I think that's what's been interesting, too, is whenever Instagram does roll out a change like this, some of the criticism is, oh, they're just trying to deflect any any blame. So that's that's interesting that that they are kind of proactively working in that way. There are other tweaks that Instagram announced with this change. So what are some of the other measures the company will be implementing when it comes to younger users' accounts? So there were mainly three things that Instagram announced this week. Um, The first thing was that any user who is um, under the age of 16 or 18 in certain countries, when they join Instagram, they're accounts will be private by default. So that was the first thing. And the second thing was that they would use this new technology, they said, that would allow Instagram to find accounts belonging to adults who have been recently blocked by or reported by a young person. Um, These are what Instagram calls potentially suspicious behavior. And these accounts um, wouldn't be able to see um, accounts from teenagers in Explore or Reels or accounts suggested for you. They also won't be able to follow these accounts or comment on the post. Um, And they also limited the amount of data that advertisers could collect from younger users. So advertisers can no longer uh, target 
ads at people under the age of 18 by interest and their activity on other apps and websites. They can still target by um, age and uh, gender and location, but they really rolled back how much data these advertisers uh, could use to target ads at young people. Those are definitely some big changes. In March of this year, lawmakers told Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and other tech executives that they're worried about the mental health impact that tech products have on young people. So what are some of the specific concerns they have just kind of, you know, generally speaking, and have there been studies on this potential impact to support their concerns? So I watched that hearing and I thought it was really interesting because I've watched a lot of congressional hearings, um, but for um, the first time I saw them really like uh, drill down into asking these executives, um, do your you know daughters use Facebook? And Zuckerberg had said um, his daughter doesn't use uh, his products, but he lets his older kid use um, Messenger Kids. Um, they there was this comparison that's often made to social media um, to cigarettes that it's addicting, and that. Um, uh, you know, lawmakers think that there's a link between uh, rising levels of uh, depression and suicidal thoughts among uh, adolescents that sort of coincide with the rise of social media. Um, so you saw all those concerns bring up, get brought up in these congressional hearings, and you got these uh, executives really pressed about their own parenting habits. Even before this most recent change, Instagram has been been looking to curb a lot of the criticism that it gets when it comes to user privacy and mental health, especially for younger users. So what are some of the other measures that the company has recently rolled out and has it slowed down any of that backlash? I mean, I think the backlash is always going to be there for now because these products are still pretty new. Um, One thing that was really interesting was that uh, Instagram said that people will have the option to hide their public public like counts. Um, You know, on Instagram, people get sort of obsessed. And this is not only teenagers, but (laughs) anyone really, like when you post something on Instagram, they they kind of get obsessed with chasing how many likes the posts get. And that could sometimes really harm somebody's self-esteem if they posted something or like a photo of themselves and nobody liked um, it enough. And so that's one thing that Instagram has done to um, sort of limit the mental health impacts. Um, another thing they did was they allowed people to decide how much sensitive content shows up in Explore. So they're giving users more control. Uh, but I still think it's kind of going to be kind of sort of a long journey for Instagram because these products are still new and people are trying to figure out if they really are addressing the problem. Something that caught a lot of people's attention, including mine, are reports that Instagram is looking to launch a version of its app for kids under 13. And so I think about that with this most recent news. How does this recent change with private accounts for teens fit into that rumored plan? Like, do people think that's a feature that could be implemented on that spinoff platform for kids to curb criticism about privacy? I think it's going to be a little bit different because um, the closest product that I could think of that would be like Instagram for kids is Messenger for kids. And so for Messenger for kids, 
like the parents have control over who their kids can contact with. Sometimes there's, I think there's been sort of like loopholes around that. Um, but the whole premise of that is giving the parents the control um, over who their kids can talk to. And you're probably going to see something similar to that um, in Instagram. I don't really know, you know, because messaging is, is part of Instagram, but it's not the entire part. So I don't know how they're, going to deal with some of the other features if they're not going to allow kids to use them or how exactly that's going to work. Um, but I think you are going to see a lot of controls that the parents will have if they end up rolling out this product, just because that's what Facebook has done with something like Messenger Kids. It'll be really interesting to see what that platform could look like. Instagram has some tough competition these days with TikTok, which is basically dominating the mobile space right now. TikTok was the second most downloaded app of 2019, beating both Facebook and Facebook's Messenger app. And Instagram has kind of been scrambling to keep up. And CEO Adam Osseri said earlier this month that Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app and instead is going to shift its focus to video formats. So Do you think this recent move will impact the app's efforts to compete with some of its counterparts? I mean, perhaps, but TikTok honestly has a different vibe than Instagram. Um, It's more like humor content, more unfiltered, and Instagram still has to get over this um, image issue where people see it as this place where you have to be super perfect and filtered. And so... I don't know if some of these features really hit at that issue. Um, I think there probably will always be a place for something like Instagram. I kind of think it think about Instagram as like back in the day, the equivalent of like a magazine. Like you flip through the magazine and everything's just kind of very picturesque and um, perfect. Um, so this might help, um, but I still think like TikTok has a different audience than Instagram has in some sense and a different vibe. Right. Before we used to feel insecure about our bodies and Teen Vogue and now it's Instagram. It's great stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard any early reactions to Instagram making teens accounts private by default? Has there been positive reception so far? I think the reception has been fairly positive um, because some of these features, it almost seems like Instagram was looking at some of the concerns that lawmakers raised or, or maybe they were um, doing something that was sort of in response to legislation that was being proposed. And it wasn't as, I guess, as strict or as far as lawmakers wanted to go in terms of like limiting the amount of data that's collected. Um, when I looked at some of the, like the legislation from lawmakers, some of the ideas were much broader. So because they're like, taking some of these ideas from other people and some of their critics, um, the reception seems so far to be um, positive. And sometimes people are asking, like, why didn't they do this earlier? Yeah. Instagram has been around for so long. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, hearing these changes, it's like these protections definitely sound like things that that probably should have been in place for, for younger users. Queenie, thank you so much for joining us. You can check out our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from Roger by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Abrar El-Hiti. Thanks for listening. <laughs>